1: Oh, How about hour number three on a Thursday? Crown and state champions at Jerry World. We'll get you an update on that. It's Chad and Zay on this Thursday. We had our Christmas party earlier. The Coors lights are wearing off a little bit, so it's a little (laughs) bit... Of a, of a less loose show, I guess. Uh, but that was a, a good time over there. Shout out to Vaquero's Cafe and Cantina. If you have not been over there, it is great, great Tex-Mex. They do everything really, really well. Uh, I would have had the margarita, but we did have a show. So I decided the two margaritas would have probably been a bad idea. Yeah. That wasn't going to be good. Can't get that blitzed. No, you can't do that. Uh, as far as this beat goes, Zay, my guess here is a Dre beat and a Snoop Dogg song. Uh,
0: Dre beat, Dre song, Snoop Dogg feature, but basically a Snoop song. Okay.
1: Yeah, you, you, you get count. Because you get credit for that. Because as the beat was playing, well, I don't know if this is the song, as the beat was playing, Snoop's voice was in my head. Yeah, he's the first one that
0: hops on the mic. Okay.
1: Is it the- Hopped
0: in that Long Beach together, mm-hmm. you know Okay. ain't trouble, ain't nothing but the G thing, baby. 30 years ago, uh, The Chronic came is out. Is that right? Today. Oh, my God. December 15th, 1992.
1: Did you say 30 years? 30 years. Don't make it 30. Say 20 or 25. Can't do it. Do bad math or something. That's not right. This might be the greatest beat of all time.
0: It's hard to say any beats the greatest beat of all time. It's hard to say this ain't the greatest beat of all
1: time. It's fantastic. Like so I Just where yeah.
0: Dre was, how Snoop came in, how Dre came in. The Chronic is a legendary album. Even if Dre wasn't writing the lyrics and whatnot, yeah. still
1: so you got to give him his credit for the production and yeah, this changed hip hop right here. Well, there's also just something about the way, the way the beat and Snoop come together right. in this song, and obviously it happened many other times, but the f- the vibe of those two things together because Snoop had that just. Effortless cool about him at the beginning. Oh yeah! When you first heard it, it was so smooth, and the delivery was so natural. And it's like, oh my god! And it moved like the beat did. Almost, it almost had that. Vi- and then you'd see the videos, and everybody's in California, and everything yeah, just yeah, felt. Yeah. Everything just felt just a felt certain cool. way, and the f- the f- the vibe just layered itself. It went on and on and on. Yeah, because everybody fantastic. wants to
0: be in California. Right. You didn't have the prices like they were. Everybody would be in California.
1: Yeah, if you tell me you didn't want to be in one of those videos, you're crazy. <laughs> you lost You're your mind. crazy because it was those two in some badass car and what felt like 55 of the hottest women you'd ever seen yeah. in your life.
0: And they kind of had that, like we talked about it with metal and some of these album covers that are graphic and make the parents a little scared. The Chronic did that because it's called the Chronic. It's yeah. literally named after marijuana. You're talking about 1992, well, and, where,
1: and it does doesn't it have the the leaf right on it? That's on the back, or is it's it his like face pic- on the front? Yeah, it's like a, his okay. face
0: on the cover, but <laughs> the Chronic. Yeah, like this is back when people thought weed was meth. Like, yeah. you have some weed on you, all oh, baby. You a drughead? Oh my gosh, grandma disowns you, and yeah, you're basically Bobby Brown if you smoked a little ganja. They are
1: rapping about The Chronic, and the album is called The Chronic. Isaiah, can you believe that? Can be good. Get they rid of it. Calling it the chronic. There's get rid of them. No way that could work. All right. So shout out to the great Dr. Dre for that beat to get us started. That one is fantastic. All right. Uh, we got a lot of football to get into. Congratulations uh, yesterday to Westbrook who whipped Abbott sixty nine twenty four. Willie Nelson's hometown could not get it done. Shout out to Albany. I was rooting for them against Mart. Sorry, Quan uh, Cosby. But I went to a good dinner in Albany a few years ago. That's out towards uh, where my family's from. Forty one twenty one. That little. Town got its first state title since 1961. And then just uh, recently, Hawley finished off Refurio. I'm double-checking with my man Craig Way, Zay. I have always said Refurio, and I got somebody on the text line telling me it's some other pronunciation. So I'm double-checking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double-check with the only expert that I would absolutely trust here. Because Yeah, he knows. I Craig swear, Way knows. I swear Craig calls him Refurio. I know that's not how it's spelled, but I believe it's pronounced Refurio. I'm going to double-check that Maybe one. Maybe you have to roll the R. Refurio. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I could have rolled it better earlier when there was more. Uh, I'm awful. i rolling my arm. More, more of the Coors Refurio. Light going on. Uh, so we also have uh, Gunter and Poth coming up at 3. And then the Brock Franklin game is tonight. Best of luck to Wimberley tomorrow morning at 11. And Vandegrift is 3 o'clock on Saturday. We got that one for you right here on the Horn, 2.30 for that Flex Pre-game. Also, stay tuned. This hour, we will get you a World Cup report. World Cup final coming up Sunday morning. Any interest for you, say France, Argentina? You going to watch? Um, I'll tune in a little bit. to
0: see in? if Messi could finally get him one. I think that's exciting.
1: I hope he does. Yeah, I've just, always been able to root for Argentina. Still
0: salty. They knocked out Croatia.
1: Yeah, but
0: I was trying to see what Miss Croatia was talking about. That's true. Yeah, I don't it, think Miss Argentina. I think she's a little more conservative, that's probably the question. <laughs> probably the saying to go
1: with there. I think most are more conservative than Miss Croatia. I think that's safe to say. But God love her for uh, her level of soccer fandom. All right, so we got the World Cup report coming up for you. Uh, also, NFL tonight. The Brock Purdy experience continues in San Francisco. They're in Seattle, uh, so it's Purdy at quarterback, Zay. But then also this Debo Samuel injury plays into it. They think he's out For just a little while, though, they think he can come back in the playoffs. So that's great news for them uh, because it looked like he'd been twisted in half. When when that thing first started, I thought, oh, my God, he's going to be out for a while. That won't be good. But thankfully, he's uh, going to be all right. So this is a big game tonight. Both these teams need it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean –
0: if you're Geno Smith and the Seahawks, he hasn't played as well as he did in the beginning of the season. Now they're on the outside looking in, sitting at the eighth seed with everybody in the NFC East. It's in the playoffs right now, which is pretty remarkable. But yeah, huge game tonight. We know the San Francisco 49ers, they're sitting at that third seed. They're leading in the NFC West. Brock Purdy, he's a little bit banged up. We'll see how he looks tonight. Let's see if he can keep it rolling. This is his first true road test. Both of the games that he played were both at home, so being on the road in the NFL, that, that's a different, you know, yep. that's, that's
1: different there. So, and that place is always crazy. Yes,
0: yes, yep. and, and it's a prime-time game. I know it's on Amazon, but it's still prime-time, so we'll see. Debo Samuel, will that affect them? I still think they have the talent uh, enough to get the job done. Brandon Ayuk, I think he's a very underrated wide receiver. Christian McCaffrey looks better and better every week, just Getting more acclimated to Kyle Shanahan's offense. And George Kittle, I, I think that's the perfect uh, uh, just a scapegoat for a Brock Purdy to have somebody of his caliber because we know when Brock Purdy was at Iowa State, he had some really good tight ends that were, you know, a vocal point for that Matt Campbell offense that he was solid in. So if he could utilize George Kittle, then I, I don't see the 49ers losing this game, even with the loss of Debo Sam.
1: Uh, and if uh, if Purdy were unable to go, it's Josh Johnson, right? Who is that, right? Huh? I think it's Josh on like his twentieth team Damn. in the NFL. Uh, that will be uh, it. Will be an interesting game. Both those teams fighting for NFC playoff positioning. Uh, so we'll see what that game looks like tonight. You've also got um, a couple other winning matchups this week. You got that Miami Buffalo game. Remember, three games on Saturday. So, uh, the, ba- uh, the Baltimore-Cleveland game's in the middle of the day. Indy-Minnesota is early, and then Miami at Buffalo. And mm. we haven't talked about it yet, Zay. This week, did you see that Cole Beasley is back? Yeah, I
0: saw that. I saw him doing handshakes with Josh Allen and stuff. They say he's on the practice squad right now, but... Hey, who knows? He knows the system. He knows the offense. He has chemistry with Josh Allen. They know each other well. Josh Allen definitely knows the routes that he likes to run. He def, uh, Cole Beasley definitely knows how Josh Allen likes to throw the ball and where he likes to throw the ball. And that... Uh, Cole Beasley, one thing that's good about him, he doesn't stop running. Josh Allen's so good at mm. keeping plays alive. Cole Beasley's good at running the original route and then break it off it and while Josh Allen is scrambling around trying to make something happen, then getting open. So, hey, if Cole Beasley come and put himself into that offense, they're just that much tougher. I'm not saying Cole Beasley is out here like, you know, and <laughs> McCaffrey or something, but – With this offense, I think that's a pretty solid addition.
1: So the other thing that I start looking for this time of year is playoff positioning, but also uh, now that there's only one bye, A, who gets that bye, but then also where are these playoff games occurring? Right now Buffalo would be your one seed head-to-head over Kansas City. But if one of those teams slips this week, Kansas City, obviously huge Miami Dolphins fans. If they can get that win, if Miami can lay something on Buffalo and then Kansas City handles their business against Houston, then KC would take over that one seed. Whether those games, like let's say it's each other, where that game is played matters a ton. Do you have to drag them up to Buffalo late, late, late in the year or early in a calendar year? Right. Or is it that incredible fan base in Kansas City that's yelling at you? That's what I'm watching in the AFC. And then, Zay, in the NFC, I have double-checked numbers, and it is as simple for the Cowboys as they have to keep winning, obviously. They just need the Eagles to slip once outside of that game, and then they beat them, and they would get that tiebreaker because – They need an even record. They would have split the season series, but it would give them a slightly better divisional record. So that's ultimately what the Cowboys are looking at. So this week it is Chicago at Chicago trying to knock off the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Let's go Bears. Yeah, yeah, Justin Fields, he's tough, man, especially with his legs. I know he's a little beat up right now, but I still don't think the Philadelphia Eagles will lose that game. They're on a mission, and Jalen Hurts, he just has this mentality and leadership about him, and with the talent that he's, you know, evolved each and every year, just getting better and better, you know, he he has such a chip on the shoulder. We forget Ever since he got benched in that national championship game, it's like... He, he's just been completely locked in on proving everybody wrong. Yeah. Because that's embarrassing. It is. Whether, you, you know, yes, he's going to be supportive. I know he loves Tua. I know he loves Nick Saban and that whole Alabama culture. But that was embarrassing for him to get benched and have Tua come in and thrive. Now you see Tua thriving in the league, but I don't think Tua's going to get MVP this year. He was, you know, he had a nice path to do that. He missed a couple of games with the concussion issue in these last few games, he struggled. But that that's Jalen Hurts title to lose. I think Jalen Hurts, I heard uh, Jason Kelsey with his brother on their podcast talk about he says he thinks uh, Jalen Hurts which he's a little biased clearly but how can you not give it to Jalen Hurts right now? What he did with Lincoln Raleigh at Oklahoma was impressive and then getting drafted. I didn't think he'd be this good. He's proved All the doubters wrong, including myself. And, yeah, they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl, even with the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Well, earlier when Chip Brown at Horns247.com was on with us, he said he voted for Caleb Williams first for the Heisman because what would they be like without him on the team? Mm -hmm. Now make that argument with Jalen Hurts. What would the Eagles be? If you don't know what's going on at quarterback, if they don't have him, what are they? Well, if you ask Michael Parsons, they'd still be pretty damn good. It's not him. Let's get to that. You talked about it yesterday. We talked about it on the base level. Now I have seen it and heard it. It's worse to me now because of one key ingredient. Micah asked the question. Mm. Micah asked Von – it's Von Miller, right? Yeah, Von Miller. Micah asked Von Miller, do you think it's Hertz or the system? And my man Von, my Aggie brother, gave the right smart answer. He said, hey, man, to me it's both. And as he's saying it, Micah Parsons is still arguing with him. No, man, I think it's the system. Oh, (laughs) 11, what are you doing? Yeah, you you could definitely see the age
0: difference in knowing how to answer a question the right way with Von Miller, who even though he's not playing for the rest of the season, he knows there's a huge possibility that his team could face the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and he doesn't want to add any fuel to that
1: fire. Right. Oh, dude, it's like playing in that building and wearing that uniform. It just makes you crazy. It makes you say crazy things. It makes you think crazy things. There is no need to do that. No need to do that. After the way they beat you in game one, you know you have game two coming up. You get to deal with it on the field. And I agree with the Eagles. I think it's an offensive lineman. You see his response? No. His response was Micah Parsons needs to worry about the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're worried about the Chicago Bears this week. He needs to worry about what they, he needs to worry about their next game. We'll get to that. We'll get to all that. We're focused on the Bears right now because that's what we have to do.
0: Yeah, because if I'm in, I'm Doug Peterson, I'm flipping it any way I can. Hey, y'all hear Micah Parsons already looking ahead to next week to face the Eagles and not even worried about y'all? Right. Like, I'm telling Trevor Lawrence, all those guys, like, hey— we beat up on a really good Tennessee Titans team this past week. Well, a solid Tennessee Titans team this past week in Tennessee, in Nashville. And now the Cowboys are coming to our place, Duval County, and they think it's just going to be an easy win and get back to the D. Yeah. Hell no. This team, Trevor Lawrence looks good. He's looking like that number one pick and, lo- you know, looking up to all the expectations that uh, he got early on in his career. So, yeah, I- I'm with that offensive lineman for the Eagles. Michael Parsons needs to work. Yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: And then if you're the Eagles guy, what's it, Sirianni, the head coach, then you can turn it around for your guys too. Say, hey, I get why you had to answer that question because some media member asked you. But let's make sure he's right. Let's make sure our guy is right. We do need to focus on the Chicago Bears. Don't worry about anybody else. Don't worry about what anybody else on any other team is saying because we can go lose in Chicago and then there's a lot more on the line when we play the Cowboys. That's a whole different deal then if the Bears, if they slip – and the Bears get them. So, yeah, I I was not thrilled as a Cowboys fan. But it's sort of like, again, the the two big circuses we deal with, Cowboys fans, Longhorn fans. you got to know what comes with it, right? When you're a fan of a blue blood of that level, one of the main things that comes with it is everybody's always shooting for you, everybody always gives you their best, and you can't hide. There are no weeds. There's no under the radar. You are what you are. But in that case, it's taking the extra bright lamp of attention as the best player on the team and saying, here we are, by the way, I'm going to say something to get more attention on us. I don't love it. Yeah, Michael Parsons, he might be
0: defensive player of the year. So anything that he says is going to be put out there, especially, right? like you said, for the Dallas Cowboys, He's your the, America's team. To me,
1: he is the best player on that roster. I agree. Okay? I mean, You agree with that, right? He's the best yeah. player they've got. And that's what you're saying? Come on, man. I just, yeah, don't need that. Uh, Hopefully the Cowboys will be able to back up those words, but yeah, they're going to get twisted and turned a little bit. Cowboys in Jacksonville, Sunday at noon. We will have it for you right here on the Horn. It'll be on 1019 and AM 1260 because the men's basketball game will tip at 12 on 1049. Keep that in mind as you are checking things out. On Sunday. All right. And tonight again, San Francisco at Seattle, little Amazon Prime video for you. Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet still trying to figure out how to get along. Anybody else uncomfortable with those two yet? I mean, they don't hate each other, but they are so uncomfortable together.
0: Yeah. I think Al's struggling without Chris Collins' worth a little bit. Maybe I do. Uh, you know, you just got it, it's a tough business. People think they just go,
1: go in and get behind the glass and call a yeah. game. It's tough to do. Now, I don't think he's I don't think he's fraying at the edges though. I don't think he's gotten too like I don't think we're seeing the age on him. No,
0: no, I'm not saying like that.
1: But I agree with you. It's it's just a chemistry thing. They're just trying to find their rhythm together. It's like, I get it in week one or two. They're still making the same references. He can't go through a game without making a college reference to Curb Street, and Curb Street's making references to him about all the games he's called and all this stuff. It's like, okay, fellas, I get that part.
0: That's how they're trying to fill each other out. I was looking at Curb like, hey, I am just. I know you're not watching these NFL games like everybody else because you can't. You have another job to do, right. so I'm trying to help you out as much as I can. It could be a little much, but, but it fe- I, I know the chemistry yeah. that they've been struggling with that, and I kind of feel for them. It almost feels demeaning at times
1: in a weird way. He doesn't mean for it to be, but it's coming across weird. To me, if I'm Kaylee Hartung during a break, I would just say, can y'all please calm down? Like, Can you guys just relax a little right. bit? Because she is, to me, she's the one part of that broadcast that's just – doing the job, going along. I feel like those guys are still trying to find something. Uh, But Tonight, it is a great matchup either way. Sometimes they do get dud games, too. That's always a part of it, but tonight's a good one. San Francisco and Seattle. Coming up next, it's December 15th. We will tell you why today matters to us. Not a whole lot on the birthday front. There were a couple. We'll hit those and talk some more NFL because it's a big week coming, including that Cowboys game. Texans still trying to get that first pick. Uh, And Hey, Texans are at home trying to knock off the Chiefs and give them their fourth loss. You never know. More football talk coming up on this Thursday. It's the Horn. What Walkin' the baby. You look good
0: now, you carry. Long time I watch you and I want to chat to you and you go like you don't want chat to me. So
1: why you? Tell me what the fuck wanna. Creepin' Got the back street on these. I got my cock cuz won't these. No sooner as I said it, seems I got sweat by some with Now I'm trying to take mine. You wanna make noise? Make noise. i make a phone call my coming like the god's voice. Oh, that is such a shame. Such a shame. Like 80% of that has to be edited. Oh, I'm dread. I was going to say, that is Dr. Dre himself, correct? Correct. Yeah. I always, I mean, I know it's not like you said earlier. He is not known as, you know, since he doesn't write all the stuff necessarily, he is not known as a great writing rapper. I always like his delivery, though. Oh, yeah. His delivery is always great. It is a verbal punch in your mouth. There's such great attitude to Dre rapping. Yeah, I agree.
0: He definitely has some attitude. Sounds just like a fun angry,
1: yeah. if that makes sense. And then you bring Snoop in. That's Those two together are incredible. Yeah. Because yeah. Dre is always punching you in the face with it, and Snoop is always, hey, here it is. This yeah. is what's
0: happening. Yeah, I'm high out of my mind. This, Life is good.
1: This is what's going yeah. on. <laughs> it almost has a – it's almost like the balancing effect, a little different, but when you hear like – a public enemy track and you hear the rest of public enemy versus what Flava Flav is laying down for you. Yeah. There's a different feel to those two things, but they fit together. That's what Dre and Snoop are too. Oh, it, it
0: doesn't get much better than Chuck D and Flavor Flav, their chemistry together. Because you're right, Flav yeah. is so much different than Chuck It makes no sense in a way. Flav's out here doing <laughs> cocaine it's and beautiful. Chuck D's talking about just like riots and stuff going on in the real world
1: and he was like, hell yeah, boy. (laughs) I'll never forget the first time I saw the, uh, the public enemy video and I'm watching things play out. And it's like, "Okay, those guys all really feel like they have a message to send and they really are focused on what they're doing. Is that guy wearing a clock? I have got to find out what's going on here. Yeah, And he jumped right into the camera and everything. It's so good. All right. Uh, we got a little Dr. Dre for you. Never hurt anybody. The Dre beat to start the hour with uh, with Snoop Dogg involved and uh, a little Dre and Snoop there as well. Chad and Zay with you on a Thursday. The uh, champions being crowned at Jerry World. The latest is Hawley. They beat, uh, and not, I'm being told, Referio maybe? Yeah, people are saying you say it right now. Okay, somebody was saying I was right with Refurio. Somebody else says it's Refurio. Say it however you want. They lost today. Yeah, it's
0: like pecan and
1: pecan. (laughs) 54-28. That's how that's pronounced. And they lost. Uh, So Holly got the win. Later on, it's going to be Gunter and Poth. And then Brock and Franklin in the 7 o'clock game. Everything is on Bally Sports Southwest. I think, uh, I know Craig is calling the evening game. I'm not sure if he's calling Gunter and Poth, but Craig Way is going to call definitely a few of those games. I know he'll be calling that Vandergrift game, and I'm. Pretty sure he's also calling the uh, Wimberley-Carthage game tomorrow as well. That one is at 11 o'clock. All right, we were just talking some NFL. We'll do a little bit more of that. Let's tell you why today matters. It is December the 15th. Here we go. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. I'll tell you why today matters, not to put too much pressure on them, but hey, that's where the program is right now. Can the Texas volleyball team win at all? They're playing in the Final Four tonight. They're playing San Diego at six on ESPN and coach, player, fans, I think they all know what the score is here, Zay. This has now become – you said this the other day, too. I, for, I did, forgot to kind of line it up. But they have now really become that other team that goes to Omaha. Yeah. You don't go to Omaha to just go. Not when you wear that logo. They have got to they gotta start finishing some things here, and they know they've, they've given up some opportunities, and this would be a, a huge win for them. We are, what, 10 years clear of their national title. Wow, it's been that long. 2012.
0: But, yeah, yeah, I think Cogellia and this crew, I think they could get the job done. Not the powerhouses that you normally hear in the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, but this is a really good San Diego team that, what, third in the nation? Yes, so, third Yeah, Yeah, right. they got some girls, too, that could definitely fly. It should be a good matchup, but hopefully the
1: Horns could get it done. Yeah, let's see if they keep putting – I mean, they've been laying some dominant sets on people, too. What they did to Ohio State, what they did to the team right – I can't remember who they played right before Ohio State, but, I mean, it was like 25 13s. Yeah in there where they're just absolutely flattening them. Uh so we'll see what it looks like in yeah, and Omaha.
0: And hopefully they can take that momentum on the road because Gregory's a tough place to play. Yeah. Like that's it, it gets rowdy in there. Texas fans show out and I think they've had a really good home court advantage. Now they won't have that same home court, yeah. home court advantage. Will they be able to take that momentum to Omaha and still
1: get the dub? Yeah, because let's face the truth, if I'm generic fan walking into Omaha, Nebraska and it's Texas against Black who am I rooting for? Texas. I think I'm rooting for blank. <laughs> I'm just trying to be realistic here. Yeah. Think about it. Third-party fan. They are that big a brand nationwide where, I mean, to me, you know, they're the Yankees. To me, you either love them. Okay, or I, I you, know how you're looking at Or you right, love to right, root right, against right. them. So let's say I'm a Nebraska fan. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm rooting for San Diego, right? Oh, yeah. So the generic... Uh, Nebraska fan, who, who else is in that area? The Creighton fans, the Big Ten fans, I think they're going to show up Root against Texas. So, they're going to have to deal with that. You're right. This is very much not Gregory Jim tonight. Um, also, why today matters. We have not talked about the uh, Todd McShay mock draft, but Zay, I want to get your thoughts. He's got Bryce Young going first, second Jalen Carter to Seattle, Will Anderson to Chicago, C.J. Stroud to the Lions, and then Bijan Robinson to the Eagles at five.
0: Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a stretch. I don't know Miles Sanders' contract situation, but I mean, we saw what Miles Sanders did last week to the Giants. He's done, a, he's had a really good season, especially with the success that Jalen Hurts has had on the ground, which allows Miles Sanders to have those holes open up where he could be successful on the ground game too. So I don't know if the Eagles will pay all that money for a running back. I would love that for Bijan. I know a lot of Cowboys fans, including yourself, would not enjoy that. But I I want Bijan to make as much money as possible. I know just the, you know... livelihood of a running back isn't as high as it once was, so I need and want B. John Robinson to clean up as much as he can. And if he got to the Eagles, that will make them even big more of a juggernaut than they already are. But with Miles Sanders having the success that he's had this season, I don't see that as much.
1: It's obviously a hell of a weapon to get. I've heard the argument that you'd end up paying him less in the beginning than what you'd have to pay Miles Sanders to keep him around. I get that. But isn't this the Saquon Barkley lesson? Yeah. Those people that follow the cap and the draft and every way everything works would tell you, don't take a running back there. Why would you take a running back top five? It does not make sense. You can find guys later. You do not have to spend it there. Especially when you know you're going to have to pay Jalen Hurts very soon. Like He's finessing
0: y'all on that rookie contract. And if he wins a Super Bowl this year, then... Now we're going to start having to stash away that bread for
1: number one. There's no need to say stuff like that out loud. What you mean? We had a Christmas party earlier. <laughs> you didn't need to be saying stuff like Eagles winning. No, you didn't uh, need to do that. Hey. But I get what you're they're saying. They're in the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah, no, they are. They're absolutely in the driver's seat. Only one team's got a dozen wins right now, and it's those damn birds. And they're
0: still focused
1: and still getting more
0: bulletin board material. Yeah, thanks, 11. That's Somebody all. on the Specs text line flipped it around and says, Michael Parsons is playing mind games with him. I says hope. the Eagles need a distraction, and he does have them talking. My man from the linemen for the Eagles, he does have them talking. Maybe, maybe. He okay. has them right. talking.
1: Okay, I will I need anything I can get right now to argue, so I'll argue that. Sure, let's do that. Let's go with that one. Didn't quite feel that way to me, but whatever. Yeah. If Chicago jumps up and bites him, I'll give Micah Parsons credit, and I'll say he distracted him.
0: Yeah, speak for yourself, Micah Parsons. You're the best defender in the league.
1: Can we relax? We're losing guys in our secondary left and right. right. Can we <laughs> relax? Dude, do you realize what's behind? <laughs> you, do you realize Lewis isn't behind you anymore? Brown's not behind you anymore? You just lost an offensive line? Lo- d- 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 calm down. Yeah. Please. I know T.Y. Hilton's good and all, but. <laughs> right. Jeez, do you think it'll make that much difference? Well, Which we haven't talked about that. You like that sign? Um, It's all right. I mean, he had not played at all this year. If you get something out of it. I guess it makes sense. He's a part of
0: that Deshaun Jackson just really fast crew where... A lot of guys, when they get to their 30s, they might lose a step, but he was so damn fast in his 20s. He's still lightning step. Is Yeah, lightning fast. And if he's the fourth or even fifth option, why not? I think it's a good pickup.
1: Uh, Real quick, on a birthday today, the only one I found sports-wise, Kayvon Thibodeau has a birthday today. He is 22 years old. The rookie has two sacks, 16 solos, and 26 tackles. Giants are certainly a team you can't forget about in that NFC East, and they have have the Sunday night game at Washington. Woo! I have no clue what to root for in that game, Zay, as a Cowboys fan. They are both 7-5-1. and one. What the hell am I supposed to do when they play? Yeah, so
0: the game tonight is big for that Sunday nighter. Uh, Sunday night football with the Giants in Washington because the Seahawks, they're sitting at the eighth spot outside looking in on the playoffs while the Giants are seventh and the Commanders are sixth. So whoever loses that game, if Seattle wins tonight, they're going to slip. So Seattle has to win, and if they do with that loss in the Sunday night football game, they should jump out. Uh, of the playoffs so that's that's a huge game man you know I'm going with Taylor Heineke I was going to say see how
1: them boys do any thoughts as the president of the Heineke fan club any comments on Sunday night Hey, I wouldn't want to play Taylor Heineke in the playoffs that's all I'm saying you know what, that might be enough to get me to root for the Giants. <laughs> that one idea. I wouldn't. Because, as you have pointed out, in addition to my Cowboy fandom, I've got the Bucks fandom, and Taylor Heineke came that close. He's just a gamer. That close to taking the Bucks out a couple years ago. Like,
0: I know he probably preps out the ass like every other quarterback each week because the preparation is so crazy, but he just seems like the type of guy that could just show up late all week. Nobody give a damn in the
1: organization. And
0: he'll go out on the field and still throw for over 300 yards somehow. Yeah. He'll have his one pick or one turnover, but yeah, he, he's gonna fight for you.
1: That's the Sunday night game Giants and Washington. Coming up, stems and seeds. Before we get out of here, uh, we will get you uh, an update on the future of college football. Something that was gonna happen anyway is now official. We'll tell you what that is on the horn. The air cranes for our partner He's also the master of the hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nobody says it it's any better. The- you <laughs> Nobody says it any better. <laughs> Nobody says it any better than he does. Why else would Eminem have put it in a song? Hey, what is he? Is it? Hey, Drake, can I get a hell yeah? Like as he's going to a chorus because it's so That's good. Right. Yeah. Because when Drake says hell yeah, it's the greatest thing in the world. So we just went all Dre Hour, huh? Yeah,
0: we had to. 30th year of the Chronic, the album. One of the greatest albums of all time. Have to give it its respect.
1: I know I have heard the chronic all the way through, but it's been a little while. I oh, need, yeah. I need to go back through the chronic. Yeah. that was Okay, so you're saying 30 is 92. 1992. Holy moly, 1992. A while ago. All right, uh, Chad and Zay with you on this Thursday. Lots going on around here, getting ready for more state championship games. Best of luck to Wimberley tomorrow morning at 11. Best of luck to Vandergrift. That is Saturday at 3 o'clock. Coming up when uh, Ball Don't Lie is done with Rod and Harge, we'll get you that Longhorn Blitz podcast replay tonight at 7. And also remember, the Bowl Pick'em Contest is out there. Go to hornfm.com. I'm going to be making my picks tonight. You can see how you do compared to the other uh, you know, Horn on Air guys, Horn staff members. we got all kinds of people that you'll know that are making these picks. And if you're already registered, you just jump in there and get going. It's real easy to register if you haven't done it. It just takes a couple minutes. And it's hornfm.com and then you're clicking on all the uh, the teams. All right, stems and seeds. abconsultations.com or go to or call 255-8678. Zay, did you see it's official UCLA is a member of will be a member of the Big 10. They've cleared it with the University of California Regents. They had to okay this. Now they've done it, they're going to make them increase the investment in student-athlete resources and some other things because of all the travel and issues they'll have. But here's the other key. They are probably going to make them pay a subsidy to Cal, to that university. Like Cal Berkeley? Correct. Two to ten million dollars, and maybe every year they got to figure out how often they're going to figure out the new Pac-12 TV deal, and then they're going to have UCLA basically make it right for Cal because they are locked into this California Regents thing, huh? As as public schools, USC doesn't deal with it because they're private, but UCLA is going to have to cut Cal a check, basically almost like a you know divorce settlement kind of a thing.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting seeing teams like Ohio State go to the Rose Bowl and not play in the actual Rose Bowl game. Just go there the random November Saturday yeah. and – We'll be up on the Bruins. Maybe they'll have more attendance. Who knows? But uh, basketball will be fun, having UCLA versus Michigan State or some of those blue bloods, Indiana. That's, that'll
1: be fun. Man, it'll you, be weird, but it'll be fun. i tell you what, those teams, those newer teams in the SEC that are dealing with all the travel or West Virginia and the Big 12, all those – Folks, they don't need to be bitching at USC and UCLA and some of those teams in the Big Ten. Show sure don't. That's some travel they're going to be dealing with out there. But that now really paves the way for that happening. So 2024 is when UCLA and USC are starting in the Big Ten. Now. Can we get Texas and Oklahoma into the SEC for 2024? That needs to be the next goal, and there is talk that maybe that's the idea. Probably need to get that rolling as fast as possible. We will hope that that gets done. All right, our Thursday show is done. Rod and Harge with Ball Don't Lie is coming up. The Longhorn Blitz podcast replay coming up at seven o'clock for you. Texas volleyball at six tonight. Best of luck to the team against San Diego and San Francisco. In Seattle tonight in the NFL. We'll be back for a Friday show tomorrow. That means we'll talk to Brandon Lang at 105, the degenerate himself. We'll tell you what he thinks of all the big games. And we'll hit Jeff Ketchum of Orange Bloods at 2 and get his thoughts on everything. Have a great Thursday night. Stay safe.
0: See you.